Hey, Todd. Hey, Jenny. How are you? I'm all right. What are we doing here? We are recording a podcast for Boulder Associates. What? How on (laughs) earth would we do something like that? Because we're bored. And you and I have been talking about this for a long time. Uh, The initial idea behind this podcast was to share news that's happening across the firm, maybe share upcoming process changes or internal things. Um, And so we were going to use it as a tool to just share cool stuff happening across the firm. And obviously, we are in a slightly different place than you and I ever thought we would be, you know, four or five months ago when we were talking about this. So we decided that we were going to pick it up again. Seems like all of a sudden we're working everybody in in isolation and having another another way to connect the firm together and share ideas would just be helpful and relevant. So I guess we're going to give it a shot, huh? Yes, we are. Um, Yeah, so everybody, bear with us. These are being recorded remote. Todd and I found a fancy app that we are recording these on. So um, bear with us. Again, the audio, the editing, we're we're doing the best we can, but we're just trying to use this platform as another way to connect us, bring us together, share things happening across the firm, and honestly kind of help us get through these challenging times that we're all going through. Yeah. And I mean, to be just to put our cards on the table, we're being frugal with this. We're, we're really not trying to make this podcast precious in any way. So like Jenny said, audio quality, it's going to be what it is. Um, We're using a free app for this, which is pretty cool, but you know what? It's not exactly NPR level polish. Um, Yeah. At some point, Maybe we'll want to think about music and better graphics or whatever, but uh, we're just keeping it simple for the time being. So, Jenny, this is our first ever episode. What do we have queued up for folks? Well, Todd, um, we decided to have our two first guests on the show be two of the founders, Tim Burrs and Nick Renberg. Um, These guys have been through challenges um, obviously not at this extent before, but have been through, you know, economic recessions before with the firm. And uh, we wanted to go to them to hear what they had to say about um, what it was like to go through those times before, what it was like to come out on the other side. A lot of our biscuits haven't been through um, a recession before or a challenging time in the economy like this. So we thought that they could share some words of wisdom for where the firm is at now and hopefully, you know, the positive things that can come out of this on the other side for us as a firm. So we've got some really good insights and words of wisdom from the two of them um, for our biscuits this week. Here are Nick and then Tim. So I guess technically this is, this is the third event. And, And like you said, none of them have been anything like this, but, but this is the third sort of major economic uh, disruption that I've been through. And uh, um, interestingly, each one of these, you come out the other end with something that has fundamentally changed uh, sort of the direction of either your life personally or professionally. And, uh, you know, so as an example, um, I came out of grad school, got married, was moving to uh, back from the East Coast to Colorado. At the same time, Everybody was packing up in Denver and moving to the oh, East wow. Coast because Denver, Denver had no jobs. 
It was uh, an economy that was based strictly on oil and petroleum. And um, in the early to mid ladies, that market, uh, that market crashed. So I arrived just, you know, just in time to be job hunting when there were no, <laughs> no. jobs. No. And, um, you know, it took my first job working for a guy in the, in the basement of his house, just starting his business. Lasted a couple of months. He ran out of work. He passed me on to a friend, similar sort of working out of his house. Uh, you know, as soon as that project ended, I was out of work again. He, he ended up being one of my lifelong oh, best wow. friends. So that, so there was, uh, you know, event number one. So I was looking for work and, um, back in the day, job postings were in the classified ads in the newspaper. <laughs> the newspaper. What's that, Nick? And What's that thing you speak new, of? <laughs> that's right. A newspaper. So I responded to one and, you know, came up and interviewed and, uh, it's in healthcare. I don't really want to do it. It's just like this one guy. You know, he's in the basement underneath the dentist's office, just doesn't even really feel like a legitimate business. But I didn't have any yeah. choices. And so I was like, well, okay, I'll take that job and stick with it for a year and then go look for something else. And of course, that job was Boulder wow. Associates. And uh, so here I am, 36 <laughs> years later, uh, you know, because I sort of took this job in the, in the depths of a, of a yeah. recession. Um, and then, you know, the, the second one, which would have been 2008, 2009, that one, my memory, it'd be, it'd be curious to hear what other people remember, but it felt like that one crept up on us a little bit. And maybe it's just by comparison with how sudden the pandemic mm -hmm. was. But, um, you know, it just felt like we were, uh, you know, it's like death by a thousand paper cuts. You know, one project would go on hold. A couple of months later, another project would go on hold. And so we were just losing steam, but it was um, kind of a slow process. And uh, the, the, the thing that came out of that, you know, California, uh, because of the Seismic Safety Act, they were legislated to continue with a lot of hospital work even though the rest of the economy or much of the economy was tanking. So there were a couple of key projects in California that really, you know, got us through tough times. But what came out of that, uh, you know, was Romano, uh, Drew, Curtis, Todd, Brian, all, all of those guys sort of over a couple, three year period migrating to the San Francisco, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with Craig sort of leading that project. And ultimately that was the stake in the ground that led to, to the California office. So, you know, again, something, something came out of bad times there that uh, eventually became something very positive for the company. Sure. And, um, you know, th this one, I just, you don't even know what to say. Mm -hmm. It is, uh, it is so unlike anything that we've gone through and uh, while uh, a big part of me says, um, you know, this is going to be, this will, this will end um, and things will come back and we will be, you know, stronger and more vibrant than ever. And, uh, you know, I honestly believe that. And, and a lot of the, you know, this is a healthcare-related crisis. Well, who's better positioned to 
um, have an impact on change going forward than our company. So I'm incredibly optimistic about how we're positioned. What is disconcerting is just the unknown. Mm -hmm. You know, how, how long will this last? And, um, you know, what will the, the long-term impacts be? Yeah. So. So are you, so I, I love your sense of optimism. I think that that, you know, obviously everybody's trying to be grounded in some level of reality, but it's nice to, nice to hear you say that yeah. feeling, you know, us being in a position, I mean, similar to the last recession that many of us went through, I mean, healthcare work slowed down, but it didn't slow down at the, at the level that commercial office or retail did. And so we, we right. wrote that a little bit better than, um, better than many other firms did. So feeling, I, I appreciate your sentiment about this, this time being somewhat similar in that same vein. No, I, it, it definitely is. Um, We've always been cautioned over the years, hey, you guys have all your eggs in one basket or two baskets, senior living and healthcare. Aren't you nervous about that? And probably the honest answer is, yeah, we should be. But if you're going to be specialized, you know, what better uh, two markets could there be uh, than healthcare and senior living? So I, I think we are as positioned to be as resilient as, as anybody in the design industry. Yeah. So how, so what do you, what do you think, you know, moving forward, if you had to try and try and guess some of the thing, you know, you talk about bright spots that come out of, um, come out of a recession or a time, a challenging time like this. And I think, you know, there have been things that I've heard people talking about with, you know, streamlining the way that we work or looking for ways to deliver projects faster, looking for ways to innovate with our clients. Like, what do you, do you have any thoughts on how, you know, when we come out of this on the other side with a brighter future, what, what might be some things for people to just be thinking about as they work through this to, to, to move us forward? Well, um, probably a focus on um, more streamlined information gathering and response. I mean, uh, you know, so far that, that seems to be uh, the area where we as a healthcare system and, and as a country have fallen short is, Hey, we were slow to respond. We weren't in anywhere prepared. And so going forward, what are the tools that uh, would prevent this from happening again? And so I, you know, I think there'll be a renewed focus. Events like this tend to bring really sharp focus to problem solving. And so I think there will be all sorts of efforts around, um, you know, community health and, um, you know, un understanding the health of the community, being able to quickly react to events that happen in the community. I mean, there'll probably be some more uh, pedestrian bricks and mortar responses, you know, rooms that are adaptable to different acuities. Um, you know, that's that's one thing that seems a little strange to me with the ICU, acute care, and and then the you know Corps of Engineers style field hospitals is it involves moving moving people and um, just the logistics of that. Sure. You know we've been we've been forced into that situation because there wasn't really much thought or planning about how to deal with a a big surge or influx of patients. Yeah. So, you know, and then the other thing is, um, you know, if we hit some sort of tipping point with telehealth where people are going to kind of like this, 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, not having to not having to get in the car and go sit in the waiting room and all that sort of stuff. And so we, we may find that uh, there's some new aspects to clinical practice. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, it may it may mean that the volume of patients going to these centers decreases, so the buildings become a little bit smaller, um, and maybe more of a focus again on the acute care services that have to be provided, you know, in a hospital setting. Yeah. T- too early to say. Yeah. Too early to say. Well, you know, what, whatever we speculate on right now, uh, I bet you 80% of it will be wrong a year <laughs> from now. At this point, it's changing every day. So. Uh. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we had time to think and digest. Yeah. We've just been react. We've been reacting. Yeah. Well, I, I certainly think that coming out of this too, as you talk about many of our clients having to um, think about the way that they work differently, obviously this has put the firm into a very different position with, I mean, thank goodness for, you know, Microsoft Teams and BIM 360 and the way that we work, but for, you know, we have certainly had to ramp up our work remote work game in this time. So it's been interesting yeah. to watch the firm evolve in virtual, in uh, virtual sense. Absolutely. And, and that's gone remarkably well in, in my mind, you know, yeah. much to the credit of our IT team. Yep. Um, and, you know, personally, I've found that I've adapted pretty quickly to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's okay. Yeah. I still miss the face-to-face meetings and the, you know, sitting around the table collaboration, but uh, this is working okay. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's, it's not a disaster by any means. Yeah. (laughs) Um, well, thank you for this. Um, Todd had a great discussion with Tim Burrs too. So thanks for, we appreciate you guys sharing words of wisdom. Do you have any last party thoughts to people in the firm before we sign off? Well, not really other than, you know, it's a tough time. People need to stay positive. Uh, there will be changes, you know, long, long-term changes and impacts uh, to, to our business. And, you know, that's not to say that, that most of them won't be positive. I mean, yeah. uh, th- things like this trigger change and the change will be responding to the reality of the world we live in. And we're going to continue to be in the problem-solving business with a whole bunch of smart people. So, yeah. you know, I'm optimistic about where we are. Okay. I gave Tim Burst a call, and here's what he had to say. So I've definitely been through cycles, quite a few, actually. It's amazing. Um, I can go all the way back to 1982 when the bottom fell out of the economy in Denver, um, again in 88, and you know, a few times since then. Um, that was probably the most traumatic one because I, I lost my job, and uh, mm. that was... That was uh, kind of shocking, um, even though the firm I'd worked for was uh, had 36 people and over the course of seven months dropped all but uh, eight of the people. And uh, my number came up when they went from 12 to eight. So uh, mm. uh, interesting, interesting times. Um, but I think what I, what I learned then uh, is still true. We all survive these things. They're not easy. Um, we come, we, we look for alternatives to how things have been in the past and we learn things and we, we move on and um, 
generally, my experience has been things are, are better uh, afterwards, not immediately, but um, at some point in the, in the future, things are better. And what we've learned along the way is it's all about resilience and perseverance and flexibility, learning how to do things in different ways. My observation, you know, I've been, I can sort of think of like about three of these cycles that, that I've been through is that seeing that they are a pattern is itself somehow comforting, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, just, just as what goes up must come back down. You know what? When things that go down come back up. Always the case. Is there a story that comes to mind about these sorts of things that might be good for folks to hear across the firm? Great question. Yeah, I'm not sure there's a, a great story other than yeah. um, we, we do survive these things and um, there are upsides eventually. Um, I'm not sure I have a story that's really a specific aha moment that uh, uh, everything's wonderful. It's, you know, recovery from from these blips in the economy um, take time. And, um, you know, I think we get, we're always in a hurry for things to be fixed immediately. And um, that's seldom the case. But, but we can look back at you know, previous blips and see that, you know, within a year or two, things are back to whatever the new normal is. And um, we're, we're growing and uh, evolving and uh, becoming more effective at how we, how we work. And, um, you know, our, our families keep growing and, and changing and uh, developing. And that's, that's kind of part of the exciting side of, of these uh, opportunities. I was having a conversation with Romano yesterday just uh, checking in with each other. And we, we both sort of express this sense that there are, there are, you just use the word opportunities. There are opportunities in these times, which maybe isn't the word that, that a lot of people would be thinking about. What, what opportunities have you, have you witnessed through these blips over the years? You know, I think oftentimes we, we come out of these downturns and have had an opportunity to develop new or stronger relationships with the people we work with, with our family members, with our clients. I think there's great opportunities with our clients and even during the downturn right now, uh, opportunities to help them with new problems and to, uh, mm. to find solutions and, and jump to it when, when people come up with, uh, can you help me with this? And, and uh, suddenly we're, we're helping on something we didn't really anticipate. Curious about something. And, and again, it sort, of, it sort of starts with kind of what I think I'm seeing and curious if this, if you, if, you know, with, with uh, I'm not calling you old, but with greater, <laughs> greater uh, perspective on the topic, of if, you think, if you think I'm, my sense is about right, that in some ways this, you know, this particular blip right, is very unique because of how it came on during a strong economy and it was just super sudden and it's a, you know, it's a virus, right? We haven't had one of those since, you know, the early 1900s. 
and yet the the big picture of it economically feels familiar it feels like yeah this is a downturn and this is gonna gonna work out more or less like other downturns have worked out which is again you know it'll come back up you know that, that it maybe it's in the the details are unique but the overall pattern is honestly maybe pretty familiar do you see that yeah absolutely um yeah the economic side of this is is very familiar you know it's a it's a steeper dive than than usual but <laughs> yeah but i think there's also the opportunity that it's going to come back faster um once it's safe to be out and about and once our clients are able to focus on projects uh, to a greater degree than they can uh, in some cases right now right so yeah um that's my expectation it's going to be it's going to be deep but it's going to be fast and we'll come right back up out of it you know as i've as i've checked in with the folks in my office and other people that i've talked to i've, I've picked up some currents of again from especially from the from the the people who this is their first downturn which is i think it's like half of our firm i mean it's it's quite a number of folks you know elements of of fear and uncertainty and worry about what what's coming up and and of course none of us have a crystal ball but do you have any any insight or any perspective you'd like to sort of share on words of comfort um what to expect what to what to do during these times i think most people who've known me for a while know that i tend to see things with the you know the glass is half full and uh mm -hmm. and so i'm a i'm an optimist by by nature and so i i look out to the future and say don't know what it's going to be like but i'm i'm going to make it make the best of the opportunities that come my way and uh, you know deal with the deal with the issues that come up but uh, really look for the the upside to to what what we're going through and uh, that's probably all we can do given the the current situation which has more unknowns in it than than the usual downturn what what do you imagine the upsides of this particular moment might look like you know i think i think we're going to have new ways of doing business um those of us that have traveled a lot in the past may find ourselves not traveling as much and maybe spending more time at home which is kind of a nice thing um I think we're going to have some pretty interesting new problems to solve for our clients and that's that's kind of exciting um that's that's the part of architecture that I love the most is problem solving so give me some new give me some new mm. problems to think about and let's let's solve them thank you nick and thank you tim for jumping on with todd and i and sharing your knowledge, your words of wisdom, your advice for us to, you know, help us get through these challenging times. There was something that Nick said when I was speaking with him that really stuck with me. And he, it was when he talked about the fact that in the times that he's gone through like this before, there's always been something positive to come out of it. And so I think, you know, I keep thinking about that after I talked with him about what, what will that look like and what will, what will the firm look like on the other side of what we're going through? And that 
brings us to our next episode. We want to get as many ideas from around our company of things that you've learned or kind of discovered or, or honestly perhaps rediscovered as a habit or a, uh, a tip or a trick or a hack that has made, not only has made working remotely in this time better, but also that you think you want to bring into the future when we, when we don't have to work remotely. What kind of things should we keep from this time? What are those opportunities that, uh, that we want to bring forward once coronavirus is just a, uh, an unpleasant memory? So if you have ideas, you get a hold of us by the normal channels, or I think the best way is to send an email to podcast at boulderassociates.com. We'll want to reach out and get your thoughts on that. And uh, if you don't contribute something, we might just call you and get your ideas anyway, because we know where to find you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Thank you.